It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus, Don One, Rude Boy, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow Fred DiBiase got the power in the dough If it's a problem, let me know or I suggest you let it go Cause it ain't worth the problems that they be knocking at your door Oh man, please don't make me hurt you Disrespect the boss, ain't the treat it like Virgil Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag He's a waste of man Welcome everybody back to Around the Blocks with Mike Knox This is your WWE Extreme Rules Pay-Per-View Review. Now, I put all that in one big lump sump of a word because, frankly, I didn't do a show last night. And I know all the wrestling people out there with the little podcasts and shows and respect to you did a show last night. I didn't think last night's show deserved a show for me. I don't even think the show last night deserves me here right now. I am here right now because, frankly, as I sit here and I'm packing up and getting ready to move into my new home, a new studio, I said I have an obligation, if you will, so to speak, to the people. The people need to know what the heck is going on out here. I cannot, for one second, allow last night's show to dictate what I do. My job is to constantly come on here, do what I do best, and tell you how I feel about professional wrestling, especially leading up to the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Last night, we got what should have been the go-home pay-per-view as we go down the road to WrestleMania as you first come around the blocks with Mike Knox, the Mason Chamber. But no, we have to make another quick stop before you go around the blocks and go by the fast lane. That is the next pay-per-view. But what did last night give us? It gave us The Miz winning the WWE Championship. Do you guys know it had been 10 long years since The Miz won a championship here in the WWE, the DWWE Championship? 10 years. Congratulations to The Miz, Mike Mazzanin. We got Spear versus Spear Finally finalized. Now, we all knew it was coming. We all called it, if you want to call it, so to speak. But the blueprint was finally laid out, and it happened last night. But let's talk about last night first, okay, guys? And I apologize. Welcome to Around the Blocks of Mike Knox. Follow me on every social media network there is out there by Mike Knox. It's right there. Listen, guys, we had a, a pre-show because for some strange reason, not known to any of us, not to anybody I know in the back or anybody I know who could give me information, of why Keith Lee was pulled last night. So he's pulled from the U.S. title match. And they have an insert to Fatal 4-Way match that gave us Elias, Ricochet, John Morrison, and Ali. Winner going on to join the triple threat match, which happened to be the winner was John Morrison. So the show started off with the SmackDown Chamber match, giving us Corbin, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, and Sami Zayn. I will say this much about Elimination Chambers. They suck today. And not the action necessarily in the ring, but when you go back and you watch that menacing structure that was the Elimination Chamber, even in nuances, if you say, if you will, right? The nuances of the case that have been changed are still ass, right? They're not getting hurt like they used to. It was a whole grade of metal out there. And 
they would fall on. Now there's mats out there. And it's just like, give me a break. How am I supposed to believe this is a badass structure? Give me a hell in a cell. Bring back a scaffold match. Bring back the Punjabi prison was better than the Elimination Chamber. Not only we're not getting blood anymore, but it's not even believable anymore they're getting hurt. Almost literally pulled off the back of the, the pod with his hands, and I saw the screws that it went in. Come on, man. Come on. And this is me. I'm the WWE guy. Ass. But the competitors, the match that took place in the Elimination Chamber wasn't too bad. I love the fact that Ooh, so, Jay Uso, the main event that, let me get him, Oos, beat Kevin Owens. Now, I get it. That's just me. I'm being a fan here, of course. But storyline-wise, this makes no damn sense, okay? Winner of this elimination chamber was Daniel Bryan. People said, well, this is a waste of time. Why Daniel Bryan? Well, you could have chose Corbin. Why? Waste of time. You could have chose Kevin Owens. Why? Waste of time. Uso, doesn't matter. It was all a waste of time. Why? Because we knew, at least I knew, and this is the show for the intelligent wrestling fans, and thank you for listening to that means you are intelligent as well. You knew the winner of the match was going to lose to Roman right away anyway. And happy birthday out there, Raquel. Happy birthday to you. We, we knew already he was going to lose to the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And that happened. But when that match, you know, was over, concluded, finished, the ever-opportunist himself, Edge, with a spear out of nowhere, like an RKO, as my son Christian would say, out of nowhere with a spear, phenomenal way to set up the next match for WrestleMania. We're 60-some-odd days or 40-some-odd days away from it. I'm ecstatic, ecstatic. I'm excited. Spear versus spear. I'm here all for that. Then, as I just said, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns goes on to win that match. We have the U.S. title match. Now, here's where I ain't on front. I got a little disappointed. A little bit. Because, first of all, there was no way in hell that Bobby Lashley was winning this. For, I'm going to just say this. I like Matt Riddle. I'm not hating on Riddle. I like Matt Riddle. But here's my problem with this whole scenario. I had this debate with Scotty. Scotty Too Hotty, not the Scotty Too Hotty you know, but the Scotty Too Hotty that I know, last night, and I'm trying to explain to him. Say, yo, Scotty, this is dumb that Riddle's even in the match. Why? Well, they had a match between him, Matt Riddle, that is, and Limitless, Keith Lee, and Keith Lee beat him fair and square. One, two, three. After the match, Bobby Lashley, after the match, whoops both their arses. Then all of a sudden, we go to commercial break, we come back, it's a triple threat match. Why? That in that in that break, did Vince change his mind and say, man, I should have had Riddle win? Or would it make more sense to the wrestling world that I live in is that Bobby Lashley interfered in the match. By interfering in the match, then Riddle gets his opportunity back, hence making it a triple threat, so then Riddle could win. Anytime you have a beast like the almighty, Bob, no one looks like you, Bobby. No one poses like you, Bobby. The almighty Bobby Lashley in a match. You're not going to beat him fair and square. So I knew in a triple threat match, Bobby was losing a title. So congratulations to Matt Riddle for winning that title. And if you didn't know, once I saw him come down the ramp, I knew he was already winning when he had on the U.S. gear. So then after that match, and Riddle's the new, US, the new United States champion, we had the EST of the WWE, 
versus and Sasha Banks taking on, and I like to refer to them as Beauty and the Beast, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. You determine who's the beauty and who's the beast. That's not for me to do. That's for you to do. I just call them Beauty and the Beast. You fill in the blanks. Winner of this match, which I still don't get, but I'm okay with the outcome, was Beauty and the Beast. Why have Banks and uh, Bel Air team up to have this match to only have Simonier interfere in this match to cost them the match for Beauty and the Beast to win? I get you made it won't go down the same route as Bailey and Sasha, but so what? It works. This whole strange, you know, one-man power trip kind of tag teams, it's been around wrestling for the last 20 years. We're expecting it. If they're the two best girls, she's the champion. She wins the Royal Rumble. How can these two single competitors who, in the history of professional wrestling, because wrestling is storyline, lose this type of match? I don't know either, but I'm still happy. Beauty and the Beast got the belts. Then we have the Raw uh, main event which gave us, the, for the championship, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Kofi, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Randy Orton. Shocking to everybody, Randy Orton eliminated first. What the fuck? Seriously. What the fuck? This match, again, should have been built like fast night. It's a stopgap. Nothing came out of this pay-per-view last night, guys. Nothing whatsoever except for... Drew McIntyre wins, but we go back after Miz wins or after the uh, U.S. title match is over. Backstage, you did see Miz and 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 Bobby Lassie talking. Now, we understand, people, go back to the storyline of the Hurt Business. The Hurt Business is a paid organization that you pay them to whoop somebody's ass. They haven't done that in a while. Well, they whooped somebody's ass last night. That was Bobby Lassie beating a dog mess out of then WWE champion Drew McIntyre to only have the Miz that the new ever opportunist to come down. You can hate me now, but I won't stop. That's when I started liking the Miz. WrestleMania 27 wasn't a fan of Miz still didn't, but that promo made me a fan. Still not the greatest in-ring competitor in my opinion, but he's a talent. Nonetheless, he's a WWE superstar bona fide in my opinion. Miz wins the title. Pay-per-view goes off. What did you think about this? Now, I grade championship belts as my title is my grades for, for i don't go one star two star five star dave mesker bullshits i give them belts that represent me and what i feel that belt represents and i give it a grade for that said pay-per-view this pay-per-view was ass not from an in-ring ability not necessarily from a storyline perspective because they finished stories and told stories it just lacked excitement it lacked what pay-per-views are supposed to have you being entertained, not me saying what people say, what you say, what I say, what your mama said last week. Oh, I called that match. What, two pay-per-views ago? I said, I went 5-0. I called every match there was. Well, last night, I probably called every match then too. But it just didn't excite me. It's Elimination Chamber. Remember when Shawn Michaels won the Elimination Chamber? Remember when Edge came in and deuced his money to bank match after Cena in the Elimination Chamber? Excitement. Where's The Fiend? We still don't have no fiend. Where was the women put on display last night? How can you have a pay-per-view and not feature the greatest women's wrestler? A little hot in here. Of all time, Charlotte Flair. Hey, guys, happy Margarita Day. I got mine. You got yours? And not have Charlotte Flair be a part of it. I just don't know what's going on. Matches were pulled last night. I'm not too in favor of everything that's going on. 
Uh, Reese chimes in, Randy lost without interference from Alexa or The Fiend, which made it ass, Reese, which is absolutely, in my opinion, what made it ass was that right there. I just did not like it whatsoever. Um, Mike, I almost uh, convinced that I would not like anything you have to say at the moment. The Miz shaking my head. Well, KME, I wasn't sure. Listen, I didn't even want to do a show. I'm sitting here there because, you know, I'm at my new job now. So normally I do these things first thing in the morning, Monday morning. I try to beat everybody to the puncher, let the things simmer, you know, simmer, marinate. So got off work, come home, dealt with some personal issues outside with freaking kids. And I didn't want to do a show. I didn't think it warranted me to talk about anything. And I said, you know what? I am the biggest supporter amongst friends that I know of the WWE. Okay. And the circles that I'm involved. I only got about maybe. 10,000 all my social media networks, um, friends list, you know what I mean? Uh, so, but I'm the most excited, you know, exciting fan when it comes to WWE product. And so I felt obligated to actually come on here and tell you guys exactly how I felt about it. And, and, and honestly, I wasn't impressed last night. I'm only, I only did it because I felt the need because I'm, I'm always on here talking about everything else. Why not come on here? And bring that up as well. So I do got some comments that's coming through that's not coming in that I can't show in here. And I apologize that I get some of these questions in before I got it here. Uh, shout out to everybody out there watching. Jason Michael Campbell chimes in. Let me go ahead and try to read this the best I can on air. I can agree with you there. I thought it was poor trash, pure trash. It wouldn't have been better with a women's elimination chamber match as well. Um, wouldn't have been better. I don't know. Because my daughter, who's a wrestling fan, sat up here and waited for a women's elimination chamber match. I thought and hoped. It, it would be better with a women's elimination chamber match. But you're right. I don't think it could have been. What good, what's good, my dude? Scott checking in. Thank you. What's up, Serge Knox? Uh, can we get a moment of silence for Daniel Bryan? He got, he got murdered last night. Chris Dinkins chimes in. The Miz. I'm all with The Miz winning last night. Randy Elimination Chamber, freaky, ridiculous, especially that quick. Oh, get it. And that's another thing. When The Miz lost, the first thing, or not The Miz, Randy Orton lost, the first thing came to my mind was, okay, they're definitely going to do something later with this, right? Then we had Alexa was supposed to fight uh, um, the Princess of, of Tomorrow, uh, Oscar. That didn't happen. We thought, well, maybe that. As soon as I saw the main event coming on at eight fifty, I said, this is this is this is this is an ass pay per view. My worst title that I think exists, and I don't own it, I will, is the hardcore title. I would give this two and a half stars out of five of that trash belt that was so trash, they threw it in the trash and gave it to Nick Foley of a pay-per-view. And I don't do that often. That's why I felt the need to come on here today because I don't normally trash the WWE, especially this time of year. Y'all know I'm a main component for keep it honest, keep it fresh. Let's be real to what the people are, you know, giving us and talking to us about. And let's just be fair to the WWE. And give them a chance. But I had to be fair to myself and to you guys. I can't see how I saw that as I'm traveling down this road to WrestleMania. As you go around the blocks of Mike Knox down that road. As we head towards Fastlane around that block as we go to the road to WrestleMania. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, yeah, we got the, the, the spear versus spear. We know what's coming. Boom. I like that setup. But what's going on with EST and Banks? Who's she really going for, although we kind of know who she's going for? What's Simoliers and Carmella's involvement in this? What's going on with that? Most importantly, what's going on with, with Limitless Keith Lee? I think that's what most fans really want to know. Is he legitimately hurt? 
Is Vince McMahon not happy with him? What's the deal? I'm not a fan of Riddle getting a title before someone like Keith Lee. What has Riddle done to get a belt before Keith Lee? Who has Riddle beat as Keith Lee has wins over Orton and Sheamus and, and went toe-to-toe with, with Braun Strowman and things like that? I'm just confused at what Vince wants. And I'm not a fan of say Vince. I hate when people say, oh, Vince is the idiot. Vince created the WWE. Vince is far from not being an idiot. He may be out of touch. Guess what? I'm 45 years old. When it comes to certain things in today's world, I'm out of touch. Things that people find funny, I don't find funny. But I still know the fuck a good product is. And last night was not a good product. Um, Scott chimes in. Want to talk some shit tonight on the box? Sure will. Uh, what's going on, Dice Man? My guy, I'm late. Thank you for just tuning in. Either way that goes. Jason Michael Campbell also chimes in. WWE needs Brock Lesnar. I agree. <laughs> I know people don't want to see the part-timer. Michael, that's my name. That's your middle name. I fucking agree with you. Give me Brock fucking Lesnar back right now because I, I'm trying. I'm trying to be optimistic. Now y'all might catch me on fast lane. Come back on your life. Oh my god! Did you see that? It was so fucking good. But right now I'm like, what the fuck did I watch? Because <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. The pay per view went off at nine fifty, nine forty five. I'm looking at my watch like nine thirty. Actually, I'm like, it's the perfect time to do a show. I told my guys I watch a watch play with my kids. I said, I'm going to bed, y'all. <laughs> it's all tomorrow. And I just did not want to do a show. Let me finish reading this comment, though. You said, uh, we need WWE Brock Lesnar. I see that match at WrestleMania with Bobby Lashley. I've been asking for that. You know I have um, with Bobby Lashley. Uh, why lose the U.S. title championship? I guess that's, the, that's what's in the cards. You know, that's what they were saying. Bigger things for Bobby Lashley. I hope you're right. I have preached this for over 10 years of doing podcasting radio and whatever the shit this is here and i've said repeatedly the only difference between brock lester and bobby lashley is color of skin and because people are gonna say oh come on that's not fair no you're right i will say this lashley is way more entertaining when i mean personality wise than bobby lashley however you can build lashley the same way you built lesnar you got mvp as his mouthpiece it should be a little bit more further than where they progress a lot more than where they've gone. Yeah, we all want the Nation of Domination 2.0. We're not going to never get that. It's the world we live in. But you got the hurt business, which is it's almost racist. But, hey, I go with it. Okay? I love it. We all love it. They got Each one got a damn own damn T-shirt. But it has to be a better payoff than this for Bobby Lashley for helping the Miz get the title. The Miz can't promise him a channel match. I heard somebody say, well, oh, the Miz promised him. He can't. He, Miz has no power for that. Okay. I just need Bobby Lashley in a bigger capacity than this than, than what's going on. Um, it's like I said, it's, it's National Margarita Day. I'm sipping. Hope you're sipping. Got that tell shot, Margarita. You know, uh, Patron Avion. Don't, 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 don't tweet out to me, Patron. Okay. I don't drink Patron. You don't pay me to drink you, Patron. I like Avion. Okay. Or I like Terramena. Okay, I like that. I like the rock tequila. I like and I like turtles tequila from Entourage. It's what I drink. Okay, so don't come at me, Patron. And when I, you know, quote your tweet, nah, 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 nah. Margarita day. Well, I'm drinking top shelf margaritas while I talk about this horrible product from last night. Now I'm gonna get the fuck out of here in a second. But I do actually just got to go. Spear versus Spear. Who you guys got tonight? Or not tonight at Mania? Who you think will win this at Mania? I, and I said this about Drew McIntyre going into Sunday. I thought he would lose. He did lose. I didn't know the Miz would win that way, right? Because I think Drew is due his payoff at Mania in front of a crowd 
to get the pop he didn't get last year. And if you look at the way Vince loves guys, McIntyre is the quintessential built WWE superstar. Hair, height, width, you know, body mass, Irish, everything WWE likes in a, in a guy. And I think I think they're really good at that right there. But again, I'm going to get his two and a half out of five uh, stars last night. That's right. I like the hashtag F Patron. Hey, let's not F them all the way, Scotty. All right. They might be a sponsor one day. And then I'm going to say, fuck some Avion. But for right now, it's Avion Margaritas for me. Um, I want to see Roman Reigns win, but I think it's too predictable. Edge out of, out of, out of nine years, come back, win the Rumble. See, here's my thing about that. And I've heard people say that as well. And I wish I could get you guys' comments up here. I don't know why some comments don't uh, show on the screen. I apologize. As I got Reese's coming back on there. Also, Ali did a take uh, Kofi out. Um, isn't that the way he got mad and got his place in the first place? It is. I think that could have probably happened as well, where Ali jumped the cage and got in the elimination chamber. Again, another storyline that built on something different. We, there's nothing with Kofi down the line. I know sir, I heard him say Kofi Mania too. No, that's already passed. The culture has won. We won the title. Kofi probably never get that title again. Okay. Um, holla at you on the box tonight. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, uh, Scott Thomas. Um, I, I just think that they just need – I want to answer the question. I'm sorry. Cause you said you, you wanted, um, you want to see Roman win, but it's too predictable. I like the fact that edge is back after nine years. It, it uh, you know, and not even nine years, but you know, I'm a Shawn Michaels guy. And I never thought I would ever see Shawn Michaels wrestle again. When he came back at SummerSlam in the street fight against triple H, I thought that was a one-off and the man stayed for seven, eight years after that. And some would arguably say, that his second run was better than his first run, right? Not the run where he went and he lost his smile and came back. That's still all one run. But when he was gone because we thought he was going to wrestle again and come back, it's something about, to me, guys that need to go on. There. It's, it's one thing having somebody stay alone, or stay around like Ric Flair and, 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 and HH, right? Those guys needed to retire. They wouldn't do it. They're still there. They still get utilized. That's different to me than someone like uh, – you know, staying got hurt, so he couldn't go out the way he wanted to go out. So the fact he's back at AEW, I respect and I love it because, you know, come back and finish on your terms. So I'm okay with it. And I love the fact that he'll have to even win, in my opinion, to beat Roman. Okay? But Roman does need a significant win over somebody not named The Undertaker at WrestleMania. He doesn't have that. All right? I'm not saying he's going to beat Edge, but I would be okay to see if he beat Edge. And I'll be okay if Edge beat him because then Roman can come back and get it again at SummerSlam or somewhere else down the line. But what the biggest question is, is where the fiend is, what happened in last night's booking, which I'm never a fan of talking about booking, but and not the placement of the matches. Just, there were matches taken out. That was a weak pay-per-view. And if this is back in the day when you, I said, if you the words, it's in there, pay-per-view. If I was paying for that, I'd probably demanded a refund. Point blank and simple. Was that uh, was that their way of, in which I don't get, like people complain about the Peacock deal. The Peacock deal is a good deal for everybody. Okay, the network doesn't change. It's just now on Peacock. Okay, so it's still WWE's product. still producing it. It's still doing everything they did before for it. It's just going to be placed on Peacock. And hell, if somebody offered me a billion dollars to stop having it on my own network to put my network on their on their streaming service, I'm going to take a billion too. People got to understand business, business one-on-one. Um, but with that being said, guys, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to get out of here. I thank you for tuning in and checking in with me. Um, I'll be back. After the next pay-per-view, if need be, uh, to talk about it. If not, listen, do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love 
love me some me and don't love God or think that Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. I'll catch y'all next time, y'all. Peace. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. But the million dollar man always is his way. Million dollar man. 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 And you're truly Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow. Fred DiBiase got the power in it, though. If it's a problem, let me know, or I suggest you let it go. Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door. Home, man. Please don't make me hurt you. Disrespect the boss, ain't treated like Virgil. Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag. He's a waste of